Welcome back to the Share Your Self-Care podcast where, yeah, self-care isn't selfish, but all love. I am your host, Kim Moore, and this week we're talking with Lakita Clark. She is the co-owner, COO, and mental behavioral health clinician of Club 7. In this week's episode, Lakita walks us through how she sets healthy boundaries while maintaining a giving heart. Welcome back to the Share Your Self-Care podcast, where self-care is not selfish, but all love we have with us today, mental health therapist to both young adults and adolescents and adults, Lakita Clark. Welcome her to the show, everybody. (laughs) So how's it going? How's it going in the land of mental health and fitness? Because you you wear two hats with club yes. seven the ceo of club seven yes yes ma'am so how's things going um things are progressing good you know we would like them to progress faster but yeah i'll take it as it comes Listen. at least it's growing <laughs> it's moving along i feel you because it's just like when you have that in your heart and of course we've talked many times mm-hmm. and so i know it's you know burning in you guys's heart so um, when you have that and you know and you see the people you can help, you just want to be like, okay, let's let's move it along. Let's yes. move it along. Let's move it along. Because yes. you know in your heart of hearts, like people are going to be affected and lives are going to be Absolutely. changed. So so excited to talk to you today about yes. all of that. <laughs> Listen, I was I I'm doing and was doing yoga for them with their athletes, and oh my goodness, like they have such a good group of of young men there and what they're offering them, which includes mental health through Lakita. And it, listen, when you guys hear her story and the things that she's putting out into our community, into the world, um, you're just going to be blown away. So without any further ado, what does self-care mean to you? Well, to me, self-care is staying refreshed. Yes. Um, which includes getting enough sleep, Ooh. <laughs> yes. um, eating properly, um, which is sometimes hard to do when you're so busy and trying to do mm-hmm. so much, mm-hmm. um, assuring that you're being poured into as much as you're pouring out. There we go. That is the main thing. Key. And the, the main thing is that and setting healthy boundaries. Okay. Listen, so <laughs> already start. Which that kind of goes hand in hand. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So all of that like I don't even know where to start I am really learning about the getting enough sleep I'm trying to purposely put it into a night routine Mm -hmm. I'm I'm pretty good with my day routine but I'm still working out that night routine because I love to fall asleep binge watching tv and I already know for so many reasons that's Mm -hmm. not good and so as you mentioned that's so important that piece about being poured into especially Yes. women I don't, I don't when know you're in a helping profession it is yes. so easy for you to pour 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 because that's what you do that's mm-hmm. part of who you are yes. and that's part of who I am like just I'm naturally a nurturer I have been my entire life so I'm always want to take care of somebody or do mm-hmm. something to help somebody or help and I'm constantly pouring out yeah and in, in personal life and professional life mm-hmm. <laughs> so double <laughs> and I and I 
I think that is so, and I'm not saying that there's not men out there who do that, but I feel like women, we just come equipped to do Mm -hmm. that. And so it's in us, like you said, it's in us to do. And so that piece about setting healthy boundaries is like really important. And when we learn that is so critical, Mm -hmm. you know, and even when we teach it, because I don't, Sometimes I feel like we don't intentionally teach our young women right. that mm-hmm. or our children, period, yeah. really, you know, yeah. it's very true. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother, right. <laughs> a whole right. Other it, seriously, because I can have so much to say about that because mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many stereotypes and stigmatisms when it comes to setting boundaries or how you get labeled because you set boundaries mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with regards to children, how many, how often have you be like, oh, stop that crying or whatever because somebody's doing something. They don't like it. So mm-hmm. we te- we're teaching them not to set good boundaries in that in that sense. Like I have a thing about, and it's not necessarily has to be little girls, but because I was a little girl, being tickled mm-hmm. or being tickled by men, older men. Mm-hmm. And if, if the child doesn't like it, then if they want to stop that, you need to follow through and stop yes. that. Don't force that child to endure that when they don't want it because mm-hmm. we're we're setting them up for failure and for unhealthy boundaries and possibility of as many other things mm-hmm. that could be traumatizing and harmful harmful to them oh that yeah mm-hmm. let's stay on that for a moment because even telling you know go give so-and-so a hug and a kiss yeah and all of that we do that I know I've done that mm-hmm. as a as a parent right and I know that I have um with you what you just talked about you know just um making my kids speak or um not allowing them to say no Mm -hmm. to certain things because in the uh the sake of being respectful Mm -hmm. to adults and their elders or to speak when spoken to and not that we don't want our kids to know the social norms you know but not pushing it over the edge and and allowing people into their personal space absolutely yeah there comes a time where we need to have those conversations with our children or allow them to be open and expressive mm-hmm. to further investigate as to okay why don't you want to mm-hmm. and, and we just normally don't do that because that just hasn't been how everything right. was set up to be you know right. especially when it came to like you said respecting your elders mm-hmm. and having that you know respecting that authority period yeah wow that is a whole piece and I really I want to hear um you know, later on in the conversation, even how do you recommend that for your clients Mm -hmm. and things like that? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. All right. So what, um, for you, what does setting boundaries look like? What does getting a good night's sleep? What does healthy eating look like for you? (laughs) And what does uh, missing one, um, oh, getting poured into, As much as you pour out, what does that look like in your self-care practice? Um, Well, one thing is saying no without guilt. Mm -hmm. Um, We need to see. (laughs) You need to walk us through that. How how do we do that? Um, It was, that was a very long and hard road for me. Mm -hmm. I I didn't know how to say no. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to be a doormat is what I tell people. Mm -hmm. Like literally, even if it was harming me, I would still not say no to mm-hmm. please other people. I was a people pleaser. And a lot of that 
is a learned behavior. Yes. And um, some of it comes through victimization. Mm-hmm. And it could cannot necessarily been you that was victimized, but whoever taught you or whoever taught them and, who, and so on and so mm-hmm. forth to where that continually gets passed mm-hmm. down. Um, it was very hard for me. And then I felt bad. And then people thought that I was being mean. I just didn't want to hurt nobody's feelings, even yeah. though I was hurting myself. Mm-hmm. But I knew enough was enough. <laughs> like it was times where I would get up out of my bed mm-hmm. to go take somebody somewhere. You know, because they ask for a ride. Or they say, oh, just call her because right. we know she'll do it. Mm-hmm. Well, how unfair is that to me? How mm-hmm. selfish are you being? You know what right. I mean? To where I had to learn to be selfish, which isn't selfish. Right. It's self-love. Yes, you it know, is. so yeah. um, it's difficult. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, yeah. it depends on your personality. And mm-hmm. too, but right. For me, it was it was a difficult yeah. long road. And then no, which is we'll talk about later with mm-hmm. other people. No, it's a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have to give you an excuse. I don't have to give you a reason. I don't have to explain myself. I simply say no, mm-hmm. and I and I say nothing else. And there's silence on both ends, and they get it. Listen, the name of this episode is called <laughs> "No" is a complete sentence. <laughs> wow, that's that's a major one. Yes. Um, I don't answer my phone if I don't want to. Okay. Sometimes I just power it off mm-hmm. just so I can have that time and don't have to worry about if somebody's going to ask for, for something, if I'm going to have to and do this and I don't, I don't at all. I give myself that time. If it's ringing, if it's, mm-hmm. if, even if I have it on, if it's ringing, I'll give myself a time. I don't feel like it. I think the cell phone has made us too available. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's almost like we say, well, I can't answer it. And I think people on the other end are like, I know they see their phone ringing. Yes. Yes. Well, I called you. <laughs> uh, okay. And that's how I respond. I say, I, I know. Mm-hmm. Or I say, okay. And it's like, and I'm not going to lie to you. I had to find a balance because mm-hmm. I went from one extreme to the other. Mm. And then I had to find a balance. Because okay. it was like, I went from this where literally I go out to use my car and it's gone mm-hmm. because someone took my car to use it for themselves. Didn't ask me, didn't say anything because mm-hmm. that's what they did because mm-hmm. I didn't complain. Right. No gas, car broke down, your car's broke down. Oh, you ain't got no gas. Like, yeah. they would take my car without mm-hmm. any regard. Um, like, just that's, that's mm-hmm. how serious it was. So I went from yeah. this extreme to where I was kind of mean mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. once I got out of it, like, I, I, I went to the, I didn't know where to be. Yes. But I knew I didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. So I was on the far other end. And it yes. was like, ah. Right. <laughs> so, like, so I was like, okay, yeah. this is a lot. That mm-hmm. was a lot. This is a lot. And it wasn't me, you yeah. know, because I'm still this caring, loving, nurturing person mm-hmm. who wants to help and wants to give. But I couldn't give all of me because there was nothing left. Right. So I had to find a balance to where I can do in, within my capacity to what felt okay for me. Yeah. When I started feeling stressed or pressure, okay, that's too much. And I'm oh. going to pull back. So this yeah. is a whole lesson. <laughs> I so get going to the extreme. And I be, I really feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but people pleasers. I used to get so angry that people would make me set a boundary. And I would get mad because they wouldn't automatically understand. Yes. It. And I would get mad once I set the boundary for them not to like it mm-hmm. and or even anticipating them not like right. it. Right. And so I would they be were- super <laughs> mean. Yeah. <laughs> and I realized that you don't have to be mad. Mm-hmm. Like just set the boundary. Right. You, you're, 
anger does not have, have to, to follow it. Yep. Right. And once I said it, that's on you right. to how you react. And Absolutely. That, that is that's uh, a major thing, not only somebody else's emotions mm-hmm. or reactions. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But this hard to do. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know who did the quote, but I think I first saw it in like 2013. Mm-hmm. Givers have to set limits because takers never do. I gotta find that. Yeah. I'm going to have to put that somewhere. Check out the Facebook (laughs) and IG page. I got to find that. Got to find that. Yes. Oh, man. Um, Thank you for walking us through that because that's so important. Um, I know for me, because I feel like I say I'm a retired superwoman and a recovering people pleaser. Recovering mm. meaning my name is Kim. (laughs) And I'm a people pleaser. Hi, Kim. (laughs) You know, because it it can come up at any time. And and when it when it rears its head, mm-hmm. uh, what I, my best defense is awareness. Like yes. what it, what is going on right now? Okay, I'm feeling what that feels like for me. I'm watching what I'm saying, what I'm doing, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for walking us yeah, through well that. Done. So how does your um, self care practice? Uh, affect you or impact you totally your physical your mental your spiritual um yes it just it's uplifting for me Mm -hmm. like I part of it I do a lot of meditation you know Mm -hmm. I make sure I'm speaking and connecting with my ancestors and the universe daily so it's like doing those things and like not answering my phone saying no like it's just it's refreshing for me Mm -hmm. like it's the impact is I'm I'm able to do more. Mm. Um, I'm able to be me, you know, like I, I just got so lost in other people. Mm-hmm. I literally was, I can't tell you how many people I was, hundred people. Cause I was wearing a mask for every single person, you know, and every single person wanted something different from me. So I was being that person for each person mm-hmm. and not being myself. So I was losing myself. Right. I, had to re- I had to rediscover myself. Mm-hmm. Who am I? What do I want to do? Yes. You know what I mean? What do all of that like who am I for me because I was somebody for everybody mm-hmm. I mean that's part of that childhood you know how you start off you want to make your mommy and daddy proud mm-hmm. you want to get bring home these good grades I want yes. to be like, so I mean it just continued to grow mm-hmm. like weeds though and the thing was is that and, and I'm chiming in because that's me too yeah um it was working right I mean, who didn't want good grades? Right. Who didn't want to be on the teacher's good mm-hmm. side? Yes. You know, all of that. You got privileges. Right. You got money. Right. You, I went out to eat. Let's say I went to friendly. Ponderosa every time those grades came yes. in. Yes. You know, so who does not want that? Want it that. pays off. Right. But there's also a payment that yes. we make yes. and does not include us. Right. You know, but it pays off so much better when you're doing it for you. Yeah. I mean, I feel it makes me feel powerful. Mm. Um, I really do. Like I'm, I'm walking in my power. Like when I, when I do these things, I'm like, I feel, I feel magical. Mm. You know what oh, I mean? Like, magic. it's like, because I've overcome so much and I've seen the growth Mm-hmm. that I've that I've been through so it's like I'm magic yes. you know like I can do anything yes and but part of that people pleasing and and part of all of that um cause like 
just this unnecessary pressure for me mm-hmm. was like, I never thought about it to this one point. It's kind of like that perfectionism mm-hmm. because I don't want to let nobody else down. Yeah. But I was constantly letting myself down. Yes. So that pressure is relieved most of it anyway because sometimes mm-hmm. I do it to myself but <laughs> yes but a lot of that unnecessary pressure is gone and I just feel power I feel magic I feel connected when I'm you know yes because I've been taught myself and like the universe and I feel connected to everything else and mm-hmm. just makes me ah yeah and I can do more for people without it affecting me how it affected me before yes you know because I'm just like I'm Floating above, and I get to take shoes. Like, no, no, thank you. I won't do that for you yeah. today, but maybe I can do it for you next week. I'll check on it. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll, 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 we'll look at that next week. Right, right. It might still be no next week. You yeah. know what I mean? It just depends on how I feel. And I just, after a while, I just stopped feeling guilty because it started to feel so good, mm-hmm. you know. And it, but I still was able to do for others without taking away from myself. Yes. So, and I, and I like how love for yourself or the feeling of joy mm-hmm. replace the guilty feeling yes. I think sometimes we're we're holding on to that guilty feeling and if we just let it go yes it'll be replaced mm-hmm. by yeah oh that is so good I have so <laughs> many titles for this I don't even know like just everything there's everything it is <laughs> it is <laughs> Anything else as far as your mental space, your physical? I love the magic. Listen, she went. Well, you know, my Facebook name is Alchemy, mm-hmm. Alchemy, which is, you know, magic mm-hmm. or science unexplained, you know, science before there was science mm-hmm. or the science that you're still trying to alchemy. Yeah. You know, it's the things that may not be necessary physical mm-hmm. you know you can feel energy you could feel a shift in energy you can walk mm-hmm. in a room and you can feel the tension that's energy mm-hmm. you know so just being aware of that being able to manifest it however you want to mm-hmm. and control it control your own yeah and sometimes control others because sometimes I walk in a room and I change the energy mm-hmm. so just walking in that power walking in your God spirit yeah you know so that's yeah. that's my mental with it and the spiritual because uh-huh. they're very much connected. Yeah, and I see how <laughs> well, that, everything is connected. Yeah, and but. how that can portray when you walk into a space physically, walk into mm-hmm. a space, how that can also, yes. you know, um, I'm sure, and not that you're bold and like this, right? You know, swinging a door open, eyes, <laughs> you know. But right. just, you know, how you carry yourself, yeah. how you dress, mm-hmm. how you, you know, everything like that yeah. is, it all speaks, yeah. you know. I have people say to me sometimes, well, you're so confident, you were so comfortable with this. And I'm like, what? Because I really wasn't. <laughs> but not knowing that that was the energy that I gave yes. off, because sometimes I'm just like, okay, it is what it mm-hmm. is. And I just move forward. And that to other people came off as confident and they mm-hmm. was, they respected that you know or when I go in when I don't care what other people think at the time like oh, mm-hmm. I don't care I know what I'm doing I'm gonna just do x y and z because this is what I'm doing and what everybody want to say about it doesn't matter mm-hmm. to me and they respond to that right <laughs> so right. I start to embrace it more and more yes and that and I hear that more often that confidence you don't wait till you feel confident to do something yes 
that feeling comfortable in your own skin. Mm, yep. Just of being you, not what you can do for these people when you live up to their expectations, right. but just being you. And when you can walk in with that boldness, even if the boldness is in your heart, right? It it translates. It does. Yeah. It does. Yes, I love that. Me too. Wow. <laughs> So, and I want to remember also to talk about when we're talking about how you um, help your clients, what you said about um, the energy in a space. I know at least for me with students, I feel like as, as a teacher and you work in a school also, but you know, in order, and I realize that we have to keep order in, in a classroom, but kids read energy very mm -hmm. big, and we dismiss it and we tell them, sit down, be quiet, mm -hmm. but they know when there's a shift in energy. Yeah. So I really want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. and, and we are only moments away. And actually, oh, I want to stay with your story, which is why, because I don't want us to lose sight of that. So I am going to ask what circumstance in your life really brought home that self-care was necessary? Like there was no way out, but through self-care. <laughs> I'm so serious because like what we were talking about, all this was a buildup mm -hmm. to a point so it started very young with various things and everything just compiling on top of that so it became probably a breaking point mm -hmm. for me so I mean I was a young mother I was a teenage mother I was a mother mm -hmm. at 16 years old mm -hmm. um and I had to be a mother mm -hmm. you know it was which I wanted to be a mom you know but a lot right. of teenage moms not, might not necessarily be the primary caregiver mm -hmm. they have other family supports that's their their primary caregiver of their child but right. no I had to be a mother you know I had to I had to give up my extracurricular activities I couldn't mm -hmm. do um acting citywide acting anymore I couldn't do volleyball I couldn't do cheerleading mm -hmm. I had to be a mom you know um I had somebody to watch her while I went to school um my grandmother did that mm -hmm. but when I came home from school I had to clean house Mm -hmm. I had to take care of my daughter. I had to do homework. I had to study. I had to take care of my daughter. <laughs> you know, right. I had to prepare everything at night first for the next day for her. Mm -hmm. Like, nope. I mean, pampers, milk, bottles made, clothes, like everything had to be set up. Nobody was looking for anything for okay. her. So whatever she needed for the day, mm -hmm. I had to have all that stuff together already, you know. That's a lot of so responsibility. It is. And, and I still was doing honor roll you know what mm -hmm. I mean like I had to and they was like oh my god we wanted you to graduate like what do you mean I'm still gonna graduate mm -hmm. you know we wanted you to go to college what do you mean I'm still gonna go to college, college you know what I mean so um just having that responsibility at that young age on top of everything else mm -hmm. um and I'm naturally like we talked I'm naturally a nurturer you know mm -hmm. so just that pouring out not just to her but to everybody else um I was a people pleaser we talked about the victimization I've been a victim mm -hmm. um, of all sorts of abuse. I, I, I want to say probably my earliest memories is like age four, mm. you know, sexual mm -hmm. assault um, through childhood, through teenage years, through adulthood, through mm -hmm. my marriage. Um, and my marriage was physical abuse, mental abuse, mm -hmm. uh, spiritual abuse, mm. <laughs> sexual abuse. It was all of it, you know? Um, so 
those were the major things mm-hmm. for me, even though I started the journey uh, while I was still going through some of that. Right, I right. knew I saw a light. I saw a path to get out of mm-hmm. it. I seen mm-hmm. some things that I was doing different that was taking me out and I could see the light at the end of the tunnel that I was going to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, my profession, you doing what I do, you know, that's like, hello, self-care is necessary. Yes. Um, I've been a social worker since 2005 mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I've worked with a lot of youth. I've worked in residential centers. I've worked at a different couple of different counties um, doing children's services, mm-hmm. you know, working in the schools, um, group homes, and you just get exposed to a lot. Mm-hmm. There's secondhand trauma, you know, there's yes. um, the things that we see um, trying to uh, make a difference, mm-hmm. you know, in the kids' lives and um, just hearing things, even doing a counseling with kids and adults, just taking on all this stuff that Mm -hmm. other people's problems, their issues and their pains, their traumas. Mm -hmm. And I'm an empath. (laughs) So yeah, self-care is absolutely necessary. And I had to, when I first really got into all of that, it was rough for me because like, I'm the person that's watching a movie. They crying, I'm crying, Mm -hmm. you know? So in first going into that field and other people's emotions and all that, like I, feel what they're feeling Mm -hmm. and you go home with that and you can't sleep and my stomach is in knots and so it was it was a a journey Mm -hmm. like okay um some of it was like desensitizing yourself Mm -hmm. you know and it was like okay you're gonna be seeing a lot of this you're gonna be hearing a lot of this you can't Mm -hmm. carry it all Mm -hmm. I can't take all these kids home you know like I can't put these people up and set them up in a room Mm -hmm. so it was just like okay you got to do what you can you have to let the rest go Mm -hmm. It was a little rough, (laughs) but with so much with it coming on and then just talking to other professionals, Mm -hmm. trying to to hear from different people that their different techniques and taking from it what you can, what works for you, what resonates with you, what don't Mm -hmm. discard, what you don't need and keep what you do and build your toolbox. Right. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I need this today. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I need four, five tools (laughs) at the toolbox today, you know, (laughs) but just being open to that and being honest to yourself mm-hmm. um for sure yes and honest with the other with others to be mm-hmm. able to Break through you know that. yes yes such first of all thank you for sharing such a powerful story such a powerful story and and i see your heart opening to people to to soothe that and to equip them with what you might not have had at that right. time. Yeah. yeah. And so I understand the drive for that and the working hard for that and wanting that so much that you would sacrifice yourself. Yep. <laughs> and at the same time, thank goodness coming out of that yes. and realizing that you are just as and sometimes more important because mm-hmm. if you're not okay, who can do the work? Absolutely. You know? So beautiful, beautiful. And just reaffirming what we know about the spirit the universe god that we all are here for a reason and that when we grow we then can touch others so that they can grow and that your whole story is like a living touch thank you so much oh man yeah wow so what are the what are the successes that you see, which you did name several, 
Mm-hmm. So um, if we've exhausted that list, that's totally that's okay. cool. No. But if you have any challenges to maintaining that. Yes, I do. <laughs> I mean, I do. And I mean, some of the successes that I, it's just no, making that positive impact or seeing other mm-hmm. people's growth, that's self-gratification for me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I did something that matters. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm walking in my purpose. Yes. You know, like, okay, I made a difference in somebody else's life, or I gave them the opportunity to, you know, mm-hmm. I gave them the, the psychoeducation, or I gave them, I gave them the tools that they needed. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that I didn't leave them the way that they came. Right. You know, um, and in, in, in the business part of things, just mm-hmm. all together, it's just seeing these kids getting some scholarships, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, we doing something here. <laughs> yes. yes, they are. Um, But like some of the challenges for me, like specifically with the mental health and behavioral health side of things is the stigmatism that's in um, mainly the urban communities. Mm-hmm. Um, other communities, it's not, it's, it's not so much, you mm-hmm. know, um, some of them, yes, but not, not how we are. I mean, I've had parents literally say like, they're not doing that. We're not doing no matter. They don't need that. They just need a good butt whooping. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, certain behaviors, you discipline how you discipline, but there's other things besides the behaviors or there's a root cause for these behaviors. Mm-hmm. Let's look at that. You, you can eliminate these behaviors if right. we address whatever else is really mm-hmm. going on here, right. but they don't see that. Yeah. Or, you know, they, I ain't crazy. Well, mental health doesn't mean crazy. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Mental behavior, like, it, you know, and it's just, sad that we haven't broken out of that yet Mm -hmm. I mean but I understand where it's coming from also you know with so much that we have been through as a people to not um be weak or to Mm -hmm. you know not be vulnerable I've I have issues with being vulnerable Mm -hmm. this podcast is a huge step for me (laughs) I am such a a private person and I hate to feel vulnerable but it's because of my past experiences where people have taken advantage of that vulnerability for their Mm -hmm. own opportunities you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I'm becoming more and more open, just the more aware I'm becoming of these issues mm-hmm. and the more uh, shadow work I do on myself yes. with that is, is helping me to, to just be yes. more open and, you know, um, but uh, I mean, it's just a challenge really mm-hmm. with that. Yes. It's just getting people to just be more accepting mm-hmm. of it or just to see the side that the the good that it can do mm-hmm. you know it's sometimes it, it's anxiety something simple as anxiety mm-hmm. but wouldn't you like to know to how to help control some of those anxiety symptoms right. that you have or if mm-hmm. you're having panic attacks or you're having these issues where you can't seem to keep a job guess what mm-hmm. we'll be able to help you figure it out and help you to get back into get a exactly. vocational skill or sort of it's sometimes it's just that that person that you need to talk to that also has experience of talking to others with similar situations or has those mm-hmm. professional contacts or has those resources, something yes. that simple, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So where you can say you can get mental health services for that. Right. Doesn't mean you're crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. and most people don't have, don't have to pay out of pocket for it mm-hmm. because it's covered by but that I would say that's the major challenge is the stigma Mm -hmm. mainly in our in our communities and um working in the schools is even still rough the the children are there the clientele is there Mm -hmm. and a a lot of the parents do sign those kids up it's because they're having a lot of behavioral issues in class or they may have a diagnosis of attention deficit Mm -hmm. you know hyperactivity deficit so um it's like uh 
they're sending them, but still not realizing what it is that we do. Mm-hmm. I can't quote unquote fix your child. That's right. not that's not what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, even down to some of the the teachers in the school. It's like send yes. the kid, or if you need to see the kid, well, we're doing this. Or can't or right. take the homework. I can't take right. that's not I'm not a, a, a mm-hmm. I'm not a substitute teacher I'm not a tutor I can't help them with their homework that's I'm trying to help them to where you don't have to keep hauling at Johnny or sending Johnny to me because he's acting out and that's nothing they want he's acting out one well that's not how it works right you and it I mean? takes time <laughs> it does like it takes time we as adults whenever we make a change it takes time and it does not always show up it definitely mm-hmm. doesn't show up when we're surrounded by 30 of us in a right, room. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because the ego is ever present. Listen. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's not the time, but you don't know how many small things that that child is is taking on mm-hmm. and doing, making improvements. Right. You know, so we have to give them time just right. as adults. We mm-hmm. have to mm-hmm. get time. And do you see, because we're talking about kids and a lot of times that stigma comes because parents, I'll say adults, including, you know, um, including me at one time, mm-hmm. but I have since done, right. done the work, but you know, adults don't get, they, they have that stigma for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't. And like you were saying, if you're, you know, you don't have a job or if you're constantly having to cuss people out to right. get their point across, mm-hmm. like that's a defense mechanism. Right. There's some part of you that doesn't feel like if you communicated clearly, you'd be heard when right. you learn that. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. <laughs> so there's so much and we can, I feel like society is open. It's, and of course, open sometimes means wounded, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I would love to see us open and heal, though, right. you know. Yeah. And it, I already know that you're doing the work. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> um, so, the part that I have been like chomping at the bit the whole time, please share with us how you are imparting all of this wisdom, all of this psychoeducation out into the Youngstown community, as well as surrounding areas, as well as the United States, <laughs> as well as putting it out because that energy we know is going to touch so many beyond this country. Yes. And so I'm excited about that. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, I just try to offer so much. Um, like we talk about Club 7, Everybody thinks it's a football camp or it's mm-hmm. a football training. It's not. It's sports development, which means any sports. Everything we teach translates across all the sports. Mental health mm-hmm. and physical fitness. So it's not just, we're training mind, body, spirit. Mm-hmm. And thank you for being a part of oh, that. Yes, because I praise the yoga part of what we do because, which you facilitate, mm-hmm. <laughs> because that helps mentally spiritually physically like it's still Mm -hmm. part of all what we're doing and it it just really caters to the mind body spirit what what we preach because it also can help with 
balance mm -hmm. physically spiritually and right. mentally you know what i'm saying yeah. um it's teaching them coping skills even they don't they don't know that's what it's doing <laughs> right. you know those breathing techniques you know some of those type of things is what i do in session mm -hmm. you know at the end of sessions you're teaching them okay you can use this for symptom management you can use this for a coping skill mm -hmm. you know i have you tried meditation have you tried yoga it's a form of meditation mm -hmm. you know i'm just like you know so Offering that to uh, the athletes, to their families, to the communities. It's not just the ones we serve. It's I started age five mm -hmm. yes. until end of life. <laughs> yeah. um, um, anybody. Yeah, anybody. Anybody. <laughs> anybody. Come on. <laughs> um, and her information will be in the show notes. Yes. <laughs> um, like I have that information on um, our website. Mm -hmm. I, Listen, <laughs> doing this business, this entrepreneurship, like you said, I, I wear so many hats, Tim, like uh, co-owner, mm -hmm. I'm CEO, COO, which means I do all the operations. Yes. So that's including human resources, payroll, accounts receivable, accounts payable, um, web designer, developer, uh, researcher, like I'm like everything, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So um, we are expanding. We've been uh, touching base in Florida uh, the last month and this month. Um, Co-owner, CEO Antonio is in Florida right now doing his thing. And we're getting a mental health thing out there. So, <laughs> right. so, <laughs> so we're um, trying to get some stuff set up down there to expand to. Yes. Um, we we want to be nationwide. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to be worldwide. Yes. We this concept, you know, let me just say that, okay, the sports, that's just one app, mm -hmm. you know, to try to, to grab a group of kids mm -hmm. where we are working on many different things to where it's going to be more than just that, of mm -hmm. course, but we target them because mm -hmm. it gets overlooked in the sports area so much, yes. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, I always talk to people about how, if you look at the NFL athletes, like uh, some of the professionals, things that has happened in that arena where NFL players got caught some drugs, mm -hmm. murder, rape, walking off the field, stripping mm -hmm. off your clothes, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the mental health is not being addressed. All they see is a, oh, a star athlete. And that's, but these mm -hmm. are people right. with real life issues, with mm -hmm. histories, with, you know, families, all this stuff is impacting them. Yes. If your mind isn't right, guess what? You're not going to be all right mm -hmm. on that field because you ain't got your mental right. Exactly. So it's like... Speak the truth. <laughs> so just we we're trying to grab everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, we I like I said, I age five all the way up. Um, we're about to be doing a lot more things where we are offering services to seniors. Um, a lot of that was with the fitness we're doing. Mm -hmm. We're gonna be doing uh cardio classes, fun dance classes. We're trying to get everything in. We wanna we wanna touch everybody because mm -hmm. it's really about building up our communities and staying connected and we just want to, we want to see us do better mm -hmm. as a people, as a yes. community, as a city, as a surrounding, as a state, as a nation. Right. We want us to, to, yes. to be better, to mm -hmm. do better. And if we have any type of power to help make that happen, we're going to utilize that power. Yes. And that's what we're trying to do. Love it. Oh. Listen, people, <laughs> all of this passion it it is so evident and it comes forth in everything Lakita and Antonio Page touch. They they <laughs> really have a heart 
for the community, which again, it just keeps flowing out into, like she said, the state, the nation, the world. And I just love them. I love them so much. Oh man, is there anything else you would like to add? Where can we find you on Facebook, website? Yes. Club, so on so all social media platforms is Club 7 Training. Our website is club7-c7.com. Those are the number sevens. Club 7. <laughs> dot c7 no i'm sorry dash c7.com um i do want to add that um we have been approved by the ohio department of education mm -hmm. with the ace program <laughs> to where families can qualify for free services yes. free training you can go to our website there's a, a tab for free training i have all the information about what um qualifies you um the links to fill out the application for any information you need it is on our site um i have like all the forms and everything that was a rigorous process yes. well did to be to get qualified for that um families is it's really fair like how they have it set up your if your child attends the city of youngstown school you automatically qualify. There is a list of schools um, that automatically qualify. You only need to meet one qualifier. So nice. if you meet that one, you're good. Um, there's a list of schools, and a lot of those schools may have had like poor performances or attendance issues mm -hmm. as to how they classify them. That's one qualifier. Um, a different qualifier would be income. It's 400% of the poverty level. So that's a huge net. It's mm -hmm. not as narrow as a lot of social services are. This is a huge net to try to catch more people. Um, and the other qualifier would be if you receive any type of social service assistance. Mm -hmm. So if you get uh, food stamps, cash assistance, if you get WIC, if you get anybody in the family who gets that, if you get in the household, if you get a um, medical card, you qualify. You only need one qualifier. So mm -hmm. that was a huge thing because we understand the um, environment in which we are in. Mm -hmm. um, and we've changed our prices so much to try to cater to that. But at the same time, we got right. to exist in exactly. order to help. Yes. So we found that when I saw this, I jumped on it because it was a huge opportunity to to reach more people. Mm -hmm. Because I understand everybody can't afford that. No matter how much right. you love your child and want to see your child succeed and want them to do these things, if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. Exactly. So this is the way to be a catch-all. Even for those who can't afford it, if you still qualify, you can use that money for something else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And yes. allow the state to pay for this enrichment for your child yeah so. <laughs> oh my goodness they start from age 6 to 18 as long as they're in school the state to pay for it so all right all of that listen go to their website it is in the show notes Lakita thank you for being thank here for today I love how your heart really shines through. thank you Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Appreciate you too, girl. <laughs> All right. You've heard it here first. We'll catch you next time. Bye. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Please hit the follow button, share with a friend, and share your aha moment in the Q&A one of my ahas from today's episode is no is a complete sentence. That's a whole vibe. You can follow Lakita and Club 7 on Instagram and see their website to apply for their free fitness program. The links will be in the show notes. You can also join the IME community 
Purchase and get free resources and register for upcoming events by following I Am Me Life Coaching on Instagram and visiting my bio site, also in the show notes. Tune in next Tuesday as we dive deeper into the topic of setting boundaries in our mini-sode. See you then.